All right, welcome to this this week's new season four of the Gusto Lily podcast, where we review any we review Dynamite, Rampage, and etc. Now let's start with Dynamite. Yep. Uh, opening of Dynamite was the TNT Championship match. Wardlow in his first defense defends against a man who has been winning on TV a lot in the past coming weeks, Orange Cassidy. What, what did you think of this match? This match was is it was okay. It was it was put forth. It was like it was a good Warlow match. It showcased Orange Cassidy's skills. It saw Warlow as a as a monster as a hoss and all in all, a huge a huge a huge player in this whole main event scene. And it played perfectly well to the number. Yep. I think the TNT title looks great on Wardlow, personally. Um, moving along, though. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Y2J coming out and addressing Eddie Kingston. Alright, he says that Jericho, when he was here, he says that Jericho was the source entertainer, the wizard, the rock star, the rebel legend, but Eddie Kingston's superior. He wanted to spawn to Eddie Kingston. He says Eddie's a lot, isn't a liar. He's confused. He challenged him to a barbed wire match because he wants to shed blood for his friend. Jericho said that being friends with Kingston is a curse. He is Liz Ortiz, shaved his head, took his dignity. Santana got got a BNG. Brian's not taken out in our in Arcane Arena. Ruby Soho, mangled hand, crushed career. Can't better take care of your chicks, he said. He wants the match because he's a buff mark. How many of you won? Yeah. The first win in Canada at age 22. The pain really is pleasure for him. He said he's a sadistic as Eddie, but he's underestimated because he got a movie star with good looks. Next week, Eddie will face the pain maker. Undefeated AEW, he's an liar eater. He accepts this match because this is it. It's the end of the feud. He's going back to excuses afterward. Eddie is a liar. He is just a loser. Damn, what a promo. <laughs> Oof. Um, I'm looking forward to the Bob Wire match next week. We'll get to that when it comes to the announcements. Um, then they announced 2022 for Chicago and in the Now Arena. I'm gonna say this right now. I like them being in Chicago, but they have been in Chicago way too much in the past year. I get it. I get that your favorite place to go is Chicago, but why not use some other cities? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I mean I'm I'm not mad at it I'm just saying like you know, um maybe use some other places is all I'm saying. Next up is John Moxley versus Kanosuke Takeshita. What did you think of this uh, match? Yeah, it was like a hit, it was a hit for hit match. It showcased Kanosuke, Oski and and Moxley's technical skills. It was like a brawler versus technical skills. It was yep. like a jacket. Yeah. It felt like a Japanese New Japan style matchup. Moxley got the win. Kanosuke bled. It, it was pretty good. And before that, we got a response from Eddie said he wants Jericho to bring the paymaker. It wouldn't matter anyway. Eddie said Jericho will pay with Eddie outside his blood. All right, back to the back to the Moxley and, and Kanosuke. Well, Kanosuke he did put a big effort, so he's gonna be a future AEW. He might get a he might have a TNT run title run. Dude, Kanosuke Takeshita is MVP of the year. Not MVP. What's what I'm looking for? Breakout star of the year, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been doing really good. Um. Now, <laughs> oh, I'm 
I'm excited to hear you explain about this promo. Christian Cage and Luchasaurus cut a promo on Brian Pillman. Yo, it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he did cut a thing. Well, all right. Christian is with the pet dinosaur, like Luchasaurus. He said he doesn't know the Brunch Three Blondes. Pillman's dumb millet is the problem. Just like Jungle Boy, he has a father. He was a legend wrestler. Allegedly, he would actually just mid. But it should be, he'd be fine with me saying he'd be appalled that final contribution to wrestling was you. He said, the thing about Grip that pisses him off, he looks like Jungle Boy. Just so he's agreed, plugs the head to the wrestle. Luchasaurus puts Griff and Pillman through a table after the match. Luchasaurus weren't defeated. Griff before the post-match. So there. My God, what a pro. Christian Cage. Every week they're scheduling Christian and Luchasaurus to come out, and Christian just keeps delivering. God damn, was this a good promo. Um, next up, we have Brody King talking about Darby Allen. He pretty much says that, uh, you know, he, he wants revenge on Darby Allen. It's just like he's coming after him, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It's more funny. Like, wait, Julia says Darby is not free from consequences. Malachi says he's got venom of black in his blood. Brody said he'll get his, his by taking from Darby. Yeah. Next up, Claudio Castanoli defeats Jake Hager. What did you think of this match? This was a great matchup. Like we have, we have Castanoli Hager fight it out. It was like two former WWE stars fight it out. We got Hager, like an MMA star and a collegiate athlete. The ankle lock, the various other moves, the swagger bomb, and as well, we also got Castanoli, a veteran. Years of experience under his belt, the 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 Ricola bomb, the neutralizer, etc. What a great match this was! Showing off two great veteran skills. Yeah. Um, yeah, Claudio gets the win. Next up, we have Thunderstorm backstage saying that you know pretty much they they want to challenge against anyone, Brit. Jamie, Rebel, they all come. Britt makes a joke about Thunder Rosa Sandbat. Oh my god, that was funny. But, um, it looks like we're gonna get Thunderstorm against Britt and Jamie Hayter. So that should be fun. Yeah, it probably will be fun. Alright, we also got Hook backstage with Lexi. She asks he'll get a Tasha because he's undefeated. He leaves and the segment ends. Yeah, I mean... It looks like they're already splitting up Hookhausen. It looks like um, Danhausen's doing his own thing now, and Hook's doing his own thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Next up is Serena Deeb against Adam J. What did you think of this match? The match was very good. It, it showed Deeb as a submission expert, her domination on Anna J. Like, it was a pretty good women's match. Martinez attacked Deeb's with the orange belt after the match. And she's not going to relent on her submission on Anna J. So this this so this is gonna, is building up to a great defar defar dishonor. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. Um. And then after the match, Tay Conti goes backstage and tells Anna J. She needs to work out what she's doing, or else they won't be a team anymore. I yeah. think. I think yeah. Anna, they're going to do Tay Conti versus Anna J. Let's get that clear. They're going to do yeah. Tay Conti versus Anna J. 
Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next up, we, we get the announcements for Fighter Fest 2. Mm-hmm. Fighter Fest. Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston, barbed wire match. Darby Allen versus Brody King. Christian Cage and Luchasaurus against the Veracity Blondes has been announced for night two. Yeah, night two, that's next week. Yep. It'll be, it'll be a good good next week of Dynamite. Oh, All yeah, right. that's going to be really good. Um, All right, let's go to Tony with Jay the baddies. Jay says she's not worried about anything. Stokely says inner baddies situation out of control, but he's always for the baddies. Chris and Athena will be watching on Rampage, he says. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Wait, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do- yeah, oh, yeah. Tony and the baddies. Sorry about that. I got that wrong for a second. Um, yeah, Tony made an interview with the baddies. Um, I'm... I personally think we're gonna get a Kira Hogan Red Velvet against Chris Statlander in a Cena match soon. So yeah. that'd be good. Um, ne- next up is our main event, the Young Bucks defending their Tag Team Championships against Team Taz, Ricky Starks, and Powerhouse Hobbs, and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, Swerve in our glory. And ladies and gentlemen, we have new Tag Team Champions. Yeah. We have new Tag Team Champions, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. What did you think of this match? Yeah, it was a great it was a, it was a great triple threat tag team title match. It was pretty good. We saw a showcase in the box. Mm-hmm. Ricky Starks and Howard Hobbs. We saw Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. They all they all showed this stuff. This was a pretty good tag title match. But in Swerve on goalie won the tag belts. It was a great matchup. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so we got for come up Friday for Rampage is Gresham versus Marai for the Ring of Honor World Champion. Private Party versus Lucha Bros. I'm guessing a women's match will be announced. Uh, That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get a tag team match, a women's tag team match from J- mostly either from Jade or. Or from or from a G Athena side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what other news do you have for us? Alright, here's the news. Mm-hmm. Let's look partner merchandise sales. Let's with I mean MLW partners with major retail outlet for merchandise sales. MLW continues to take steps in the Richardson realm. MLW revealed today by Comedy.com they have broken a new license deal with Hot Topic and had the merchandise available through the major retail. This partnership Hot Topic is never set to continue to align ourselves with, with the highest brand, brands of platforms, said Kurt Bauer, MLW founder and CEO. We're looking forward to bring, our, bring merchandise inspired by diverse, popular fighters on Hot Topic to kick that off today. The online store has now opened off more than 80 items featuring stars such as Alex Hamstrom, Davey Richards, Taya Valkyrie, Jacob Fatu, Von Erics, Macron, and more. Hot Topic is no stranger to selling World Wrestling merchandise. They have over several items from WWE, New Japan Pro Wrestling, AEW over the years. 
with Major League Wrestling in the mix to get another wrestling promotion available outside of Pro Wrestling Tees. Memo does say this store available on Pro Wrestling Tees with Hot Topic. Store featured a variety of looks and styles that are exclusive to Hot Topic. The announcement follows the news that MLW has a new action figure line set to release through Boss Flight Studio. A trailer's release music with face kit. Expect when it comes to figures and accessories that go along with it. MLW also announced they'll be airing, airing big markets such as Los Angeles, Chicago, Francis, San Francisco, Texas. The deal is further expansion of their partnership and sports through their over-the-air channel, Ben Sports Extra. MLW is a big fight title. Fight set for Thursday also in the MLW Fusion as a rivalry comes ahead with Richard Holiday faces MLW. Stone is a much hyped title fight. The first time I saw several stars compete on the card for Red Player's last match with Killer Cross and Von Eriks. What do you think of this news? Man, I, I'm going to say this right now. I am loving how much MLW is growing. I mean, if you look at it, let's say this, right? Yeah. Three years ago, were they really that big? No, they were not. They were still a tiny promotion. Now they're expanding with all the stuff you just talked about. They're expanding with merchandise. They're expanding with more TV deals. They're expanding with a lot of stuff that's making them one of... They're about to be one of the big promotions. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy for them. Real quickly, other news I wanted to bring up for everybody that just came out today. WWE Monday Night Raw is no longer TVPG. It is now going TV14. What is your thoughts on that? My thoughts that I guess they want to do this since AEW has been doing the TV 14 since 2020 in October. They've been doing this this TV 14 stick. So WWE want to capitalize on it. Like, Does this mean we're going to get... I'm sorry, Richie. Go ahead. It mean, even though it means we're going TV 14 on Raw, I don't think it's going gonna, it's gonna to mean blood and female nudity. I don't think they're going to do blood. That's... You don't want to do too much blood. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though. There hasn't been stuff going around about SmackDown yet, but I guarantee you SmackDown will become TV14 here soon. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing if maybe the Attitude Era will come back. I'm joking. But, um, yeah. Did you have any other news? Uh, I I, I have, like, one more news about Sanjay Dudd. He reveals why he left the WWE producer role. Before he was leading Jay Lethal, Sciencing, AEW Battle, and AEW, Studd was one of WWE's producers fought Turkey's making first job in 2019. He ultimately departed in motion late 2021, joining AEW's story afterward, maintained his producer role, was serving as a mouthpiece for Lethal Singh that they feared with Ring of Honor. Joe. What caused Dud to leave for WWE is Wiener Pressures. He revealed much in appearance. On AW strength. Let's put it like this, Dustin. He was pre where I worked previously, I kinda didn't see China Dud fitting in the future to come. So I made that moves that I needed to make to fulfill to fulfill professionally once again. Every everything kinda has for a reason. Everything kinda worked out. Conditionally next week will be one year since I joined AEW. At the beginning when you couldn't just sit bit taxing mentally trying to figure out did I make the right decision? I got wife and kids. Or I'll say this every single day in past year AEW I realized the right decision absolutely. 
Oh, Dutt also revealed his least favorite aspect of the producing job and what he tried to avoid doing it. I've been a producer, producing matches, producing matches for Rye Platina. I hate when some producers and coaches will go on the mic and stand on heads and yell and scream at the ref because I know nothing's your fault, the ref. You're relying, you're a messenger. I want to make it clear every time where I raise my voice and heads and I mean, no way El Tor, any of the you got are fucking rock stars. We couldn't do any of this without you guys. I just want to make this clear. Look, I'm sorry if I yell because that ear piercing is very tiny ear. I don't want to burst an eardrum. So what do you think of this news? I mean, I, I'm going to say this right now about Sanjay Dutt. I think that him going to AEW is a better call. Like, because let's be honest with ourselves. Uh, maybe you can agree with me here, Richie. Sanjay Dutt is a really good producer. I will say that right now. Sanjay Dutt can do it. And, wait, was it Impact he was in? I think it was Impact, yeah. Um, And then he went over to WWE, of course. He produced WWE, now he's in AEW. But I will say this, though. Sanjay Dutt was a very good producer. I'm loving the role he's playing now. I'm hoping he doesn't wrestle much. I'm just going to say this, Sanjay Dutt. You're good at wrestling. You're good at producing. You're good at all of that. So I will say Sanjay Dutt is very good. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Anyway, all right. AEW Rampage. We had the Malachi Black, Brody King, which is John Silver, Alex Reynolds. Go. I I enjoyed this match a lot. I'm, I'm happy Dark Order is getting more TV time. I love the pairing of Malachi and Brody King. This was an exciting match, and I enjoyed it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What is your thoughts on this match? The match was pretty good. It built up Malachi Black and Brody King. After the match, we had Darby Allen surprise attack on King. And then we had Sting come to the ring as Black face to face. Neither men willing to make the first move. And then after that, we got a field package teasing the future between Mira and the House of Black. I'm playing this right now. Give it until All Out. We're going to have Miro, Darby, Sting against the House of Black. That's what I think. Yeah. All right. We also get a video package hyping at the match between Eddie Kingston and the pain maker Chris Jericho. Man, um, I was excited when this happened. I am very much looking forward to this match. I'm. I wonder how they're gonna play it out. Are the ropes gonna be filled with barbed wire? I guess we'll have to find out when it happens. Yeah, okay. Then we got Liam Moriarty come to the ring, ring alongside Matt Sidal, followed by John Lungresso along Holly Blanchard, Brian Cage, and the Gates of Agony. Caprice Coleman joins the commentary team. See Johnny Jonathan Gresson versus Liam Moriarty for the Ring of Our World title. Man, I love technical wrestling. This match really showed it off. Um, you know, Jonathan Gresham finally... It gets the one after a really good back and forth match. Um, I Lee Moriarty has a bright future in AEW, so I really enjoyed this match. And Gresham's tottering continues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So okay, after the match, Tony Schiavone joined Blanchard and Gresham in the ring. Gresham says the fans will see his face on television all the time because he will outwrestle all the fan, your fan favorites. Blanchard tells him that he did a fabulous job. He's the best today. Claudio got some only music hits. Come to the ring. He stares down the Gresham's teeth. The match between the two are death before dishonor. 
Thank the Lord we're finally getting this match. Claudio Castanoli, Jonathan Gresham, one-on-one at Death Before Dishonor. I am looking forward to this match a bunch. Alright. We go back, we go to backstage with Christopher Daniels. He says that someone who wrestles Samoa Joe countless times, and like those should be aware how powerful he is. He is going to challenge him to challenge them to a match. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm here's the thing. I personally think that they have too many matches between them, honestly, and that I think that maybe after this match they have, that the two should maybe get some TV time off because I feel like they have been on TV a lot recently, so. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, okay, you got back in ringside. Chris Stanley and Athena comes to the ring. Athena, Stantler versus Robin and Charlotte. Renegades, the Renegades. The both of them hit a double drop in the Renegades. Stanley trips both of them. From Fenton, Stanley can start on the shoulders. Athena knocks her off top row. The bell rings. Athena knocks down Robin. She hits the Eclipse for the win. The winners are Athena and Chris Stanlander. This was pretty much a squash. Um, it was just a way to get both Chris and Athena over. Um, I personally think they're going to have Chris and Athena against Kira Hogan and Jade Cargill soon. Or Kira Hogan and Layla Gray. Um, but we'll have to decide what goes from here. I just wonder, because if you look at the match, right? One of these two women are going to be the one to, to beat Jay Cargo, I think. So, I enjoyed it. Okay. So, okay, I think the match, Lila Gray gets in Athena's face. The pair takes her out before Batty's music hits. Kira Hogan, Jay Cargo comes down and takes Carolina and Athena out. I mean, hey, you got to progress the storyline, right? I think this is a good way to do it. Um, as I said before, I think this is going to lead to a big tag match. Probably in a couple of weeks on Dynamite. Yeah. Alright, back on the break. Alright, Lexi Nair is standing by Lee Moriarty, Max Seidel. So, Lee halfway walks in and asks him what Seidel will do for him. Seidel says Moriarty doesn't need him. Tells Hathaway to go away. Then Seidel informs Moriarty and he set up a match for him next week against Dante Martin. We're getting Lee Moriarty against Dante Moore. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so looking forward to that match. But um, yeah, I, I feel like with Matt Seidel, I feel like Lee Moriarty would do way better off at Stokely Hathaway. Um, and that's not being disrespectful of Matt Seidel. It's just saying like I feel like Stokely Hathaway could use a guy like Lee Moriarty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. Alright, the gun club explains that why they turn on that claim. You got Toshiba Sam on the ring with the gun club. He asks why they turn on the claim. I see. Billy said he's treating them like his own kids, but here comes the time when Daddy has to drop the hammer. The acclaim music plays, the pair comes to the ring. Captain Nosley doesn't have a mic, he's too looking for a fight. They enter the ring. Billy tells the scissor one more time, bound super kick Billy. And the team knocks Austin and called them out of the ring. Caster grabs the mic, cuts the rep from on the gun club. He claims chance into a match right now in Savannah, but the gun club tells them no. 
I mean, they're definitely setting up this match. I'm actually looking forward to it. Maybe it'll be a good match. Um, and yeah, I think the acclaimed are going to get really over as baby faces. Yeah. All right. Okay. We got, now we have the we have Fighter Fest Night Two for this Wednesday. Like, like followed by, like, followed, light up. Followed by the Death Report Sonic card on July 23rd in Lowell, Massachusetts. The private party then comes alongside, alongside Andara Eiro and Jose, Jose Assisted. Future Bros alongside Alex Sarah has followed. Future Bros versus Private Party. Just what do you think of the match? This was actually a really good main event. I mean, both teams showed off, you know, great wrestling skills. Obviously, the Lucha Brothers get the win. I here's how I feel about the Lucha Brothers right now. They they're getting way too many wins to the point that I think they should be giving other teams wins. But I am fine with the fact that you know maybe they're building up Lucha Brothers for a future tag title match down the line. So I mean, it could be a good thing. I'm just saying that you know I I would have appreciated a private party got a win here. Yeah, they should. That was Rampage. Now here's some news. Apparently we got we got news from from AW. They announced the the Brody Lee figure. Apparently, apparently what do children Mariah Wrestling and comment? They love the action figure Mabilia. Okay, this past week, Jazzwares Bears announced the brand new Brody Lee figure exclusively for the San Diego Comic Con later this month. The former TNT champions no stranger to actual figure scene. Over the past year, he has gone two figures released, one in unmatched series three line, another in the ringside collectible two pack with Lee's son negative one. Not only does Lee has an action figure, eight action figures out there, he also has ten WWE figures released under Carper character. He also has a fit another figure on the way, this time the red suit. So so and also, wrestling figure collectors are familiar with CDSC exclusive action figures that have been for years. This year's installment because of No Hold Bar 2 pack featuring Zeus and Hulk Hogan characters from movie title Rip Thomas, also in the recent years. They have released SDCC elusives like Slaughter Slaughter, Master Runway Savage, and Slim Jim packing and gear. And Mr. T exclusive figure. AWS has not claimed their own exclusive figures. They have partnered with big names like Walmart, Ringside Collectors, Amazon, and Clear Figures, only sold to to respective outlets, mostly at least one of the 3,000 Kenny Omega figure on WShop.com. So, what do you think of this news? Hey, they got a Brody Lee, they got another Brody Lee figure, not another, I should say. They got a Brody Lee figure in office. I am very happy. I probably will be buying this figure just because you can't go without a Brody Lee action figure. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta represent because, you know, Brody Lee did pass away two years ago. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. But, um, yeah, I'm very happy they made this figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. There's more news. So we got we got information from Jim Ross, who names the benefit that helped AW recruit talent. So basically, they says that AW don't have house shows. Well, I said our guys work a trailer day, a production day, so we got one of the best schedules in history for wrestling. Are making good money, 
You gotta be in their longevity for the crease. I just see there's only gonna be great for us as far as creating talent. Is that we got a little schedule that's fun and funny for talent. It's the first time ever. AW Dynamite is on a weekly TBS every week, a two hour show, a jam pack, a jam stories. And basically, like, and, and as for AW, they film AW Dark and Universal Studios typically see stars at AW take on independent wrestlers, including not signed to a company. AEW Dark takes only once a month in the you know, studio stay location when Impact Zone used for Impact Wrestling. Impact Zone has been renamed Stage 19. They will use the same location for upcoming Dark Tables on July 16th. The only other time talent travel for AEW events is for pay-per-views, which is typically hold for each year. So what do you think of this big news tidbit? I'm happy for AEW, is all I'm going to say, because let's be honest with ourselves, AEW is making really good progression, so great job, AEW. Yeah, they did a great job. They did a a great job. AEW did a great job, you know? You know, like, I hope they get better. Yep. There's another news that, that the Ring of Honor now has the Ring of Honor system, you know, that, that, Ring, of, that Ring of Honor, like, the, it was a streaming service, Ring of Honor. Honor Club, yes, Honor Club. It will be revamped for the fall of this year, and it will air all future Ring of Honor pay-per-views on Honor Club and Bleacher's Report and, and traditional pay-per-views. So, what do you think of this big news? Hey, I'm happy. I, I, I'm excited to... You know, get all that stuff back onto Honor Club. That'll be amazing. Yeah. yeah. But also, what do you want to see going forward in Ring of Honor? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, wow. What I really want to see going forward in Ring of Honor, mostly, I just want to see, you know, I want them to keep their pure title, of course. You got to keep the pure matches. What I really want on the roster I want teams like Private Party, I want teams like Butcher and Blade, down to Ring of Honor, just to see how they do down there, and then if it's not working, bring it back up to AEW. You know what I mean? Like, Ring of Honor, maybe AEW is like, you know, developmental kind of, I guess you could say. They're NXT. You know what I mean? So, like, what I mean by that is, like, you know, you bring down, let's say, for example, Tony Nese to Ring of Honor. He goes down there for about a month, does his stuff. Then comes back up to AEW for a while, and then if they want him back in Ring of Honor, they take him back down. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I just feel like experimenting people down there. Another thing I would like to see in Ring of Honor, I would like to see the AEW World Championship and the Ring of Honor World Championship. You know, when they come back for the first ever episode on Ring of Honor, when they come back, I want the Ring of Honor World Champion to face the AEW World Champion one-on-one at the opening match of the first Ring of Honor back. But other than that, though, I feel like Ring of Honor, I'm going to say they're going to do great. I'm going to say this right now. Ring of Honor is going to do good. Um, They're, they're going to be fine. AEW, Tony Khan is going to do good booking Ring of Honor. That's good. All right, that's all we got to say. All right, thank you for thank you again. This is Augusta Ali Podcast. See you all next Saturday for another podcast episode. See you all later. Bye.